Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The countdown to the ball drop is on. As we approach the end of 2020. I'm looking forward to 2021. I feel like there's a lot of, uh, a lot of hope coming. This is the first time I've felt genuinely optimistic. A new day and a new year is about to dawn. And soon, 2020... Everything's very different. ...will be, in a word, history. Fox 6 Studios, this is Open Record. I'm Brian Polson here with my colleague Amanda St. Hilaire. Hi, Amanda. Hey, Brian. We are recording this episode on Wednesday, December 22nd. And we are here with executive producer extraordinaire Sarah Smith. Hey, Sarah. Hello. So we should mention that a year ago, we recorded a podcast episode about the good things that happened in 2020 the silver lining. So at that point, we knew we had a vaccine. We were looking to 2021 with a whole lot of hope. And the year ended up bringing a whole lot of surprises. So I don't think any of us sitting here today anticipated we would still be working largely remotely as a station, nor did we predict the fallout of all the COVID-19 variants, although people a lot smarter than us who have been studying this have been sounding the alarm. So for this episode, we asked our Fox 6 family the question, what surprised you about 2021? So we'll we'll play some of their thoughts here in a minute. But Sarah, biggest surprise of 2021 for you. I'm going first. Oh, my yes. gosh. Sweaty. I was not anticipating that. That surprised me. Next. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, okay, so I, you know, I don't know if I understood the assignment. I have a couple things, so I don't know if maybe I touch on one um, and we can kind of come back. What do you think I should do? <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about one a little bit and then we'll talk about our coworkers and we can always circle back to our own thoughts, too. That's the beauty of this. I'll start with something really positive. The fact that the Bucks won the national championship was so awesome. Was it surprising? I don't know. But it's always really fun. I'm, I'm really actually surprised with how hard we worked as a station. to Because the, once they won the, the championship on, on Tuesday night, on Thursday they had the parade. So within about 48 hours, less than 48 hours, we got coverage ready. We had crews all over the parade route. We had field anchors. We had Tim Van Voren and Lily Zhao. We had all the things and put on a broadcast of the parade. And it was awesome. And honestly, that was done. And I was like, I'm shocked that that all came together. So that kind of surprised me, I guess. But anyway, so the Bucks winning the championship was was certainly a wonderful surprise of 2021. What was one of the things on your list, Brian? I, you know, it's funny she brought that up because my first thought with that was, oh, my gosh, I forgot that happened. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So much has happened in 2021 and it's it's been a crazy year. 
um, personally and professionally, you think back to the beginning of the year and we were still talking about not getting people to get vaccines. We were talking about getting enough vaccines for the people who wanted them. And there was all of this, like, who's going to get them first? And should teachers get them before nurses and nurses get them before people 65 and older? And, you know, there was all of this discussion about sort of the distribution of vaccines. And I think at the time we all thought once these vaccines get distributed, finally the pandemic will be over. <laughs> well, you know, here we are a year later and, and, and it's not, but things are better. I mean, life has returned to something a lot more akin to normal than I think we maybe, I don't know if it's more than we expected, but with so much of COVID still around, the fact that we are going to concerts and sporting events and stadiums are full and um, we can go out to restaurants and sure you you have to wear a mask in and out and there's other things. But by and large, in a lot of ways, life has returned back to something closer to pre-pandemic life. I just don't think I expected COVID to still be so heavily involved in our lives. Um, and it seems like it's going to be for some time like now. Nobody asks, when will the pandemic be over? Because you go, it, I don't know if it's ever really going to be fully over. Um, so the question is, to what extent will it impact our lives? So that that's one. And I have some personal stuff I'll get to, but we'll, we'll wait for that. It sounds like we've got a, a chance to come back to that. Yeah. So um, before we get to, I think we'll start with, with Ben Handelman's here, but I'll, I'll jump in with something light and say that the death of the skinny gene <laughs> has been one of my big surprise uh, surprises of 2021. I literally the other day, I mean, I, I was walking behind a teenager who was wearing the exact outfit that I wore every day to high school in 2006, which is flared jeans, clogs, the like zip up hoodie that has like four layers of tank tops underneath that are all like layered in different lengths. Like, <laughs> so the fashion trends that, and Sarah's laughing because she knows exactly what I'm talking about. That's me, man. 1999, yeah, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the fashion trends that have come back, uh, those, those really surprised me. So I want to play, we'll start with Ben Handelman. Hi, I'm Ben Handelman. I'm an evening anchor here at Fox 6. You know what really surprised me in 2021? that we sent really, really, really rich people to space, and I didn't hate it. Is there better ways to spend millions of dollars than 10-minute joyrides to the upper atmosphere? Yeah, probably. Do I care what a weightless Richard Branson or Jeff Bezos look like? No. But I was surprised how much it allowed me to dream about deep space again. Will I get to see a Mars landing in my lifetime? Maybe. Will my grandchild get to go to vacation on the moon? That'd be awesome. Why not? While I don't think space tourism will be in reach for most of us anytime soon, I appreciated the distraction. So, you surprised me, billionaire space entrepreneurs. I hope we all soar to new heights in 2022. That was the most Ben Handelman thing yeah, I've ever heard. That was great. <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, when you look at all the space like all the space coverage that was going on, my first instinct was to roll my eyes, right? Because it's like, don't we have better things to worry about? But it did surprise me how interested I was, even though I, I that tends to not be my cup of tea. Well, and I think too, I think for a lot of people, you know, again, you can scoff at some of this silly stuff, you know, but, but in the end, it takes us kind of away from what maybe the reality of other stuff is, whether it be personal, professional, 
world life. <laughs> um, you know, and so watching that guy get blasted into the <laughs> realms of space, um, if just for a few minutes it was enough to, I mean, we ran the story all over the place. So, I mean, and clearly it had some, some, you know, traction on social media. So people liked it. Well, when you think about some of these people, like you look like an Elon Musk and, and the guy is kind of a nutty guy. Like <laughs> kind persona- of. Personality-wise, you think that guy is just a loon, but he also is an incredible innovator, and he has pushed the limits of some things. I mean, look, at we're, we're talking realistically about, you know, a network of electric cars and chargers um, where that's, you know, having electric cars is a real thing, and people can, you know, that that's going to happen, and he did a lot to push the envelope forward on that if space exploration becomes the next big frontier. I mean, I don't know. I I just try to imagine if someone was doing an end-of-the-year podcast, if they had existed in 1969, what they would say about the moon landing. And you might say, well, who cares that we landed on the moon? We have people starving back at home. But that is something that is, you know, just a huge moment in history, the first steps on the moon. So obviously space exploration can look at times like maybe, especially private, rich people exploring space but there there's cert- certainly something to that realm that is uh you know pushing the envelope i guess of of you know human knowledge and and what's out there beyond what we know here on earth so it's interesting um you know i wonder if one day we'll look back and say that was the beginning of you know this whole new colony on mars Next up, we got Derricka Williams. Derricka Williams here with Fox 6. You know, the longevity of the pandemic surprised a lot of people, but you know what surprised me in 2021? The way folks continue to embrace change. I know a lot of folks had to force to adapt to different learning and work environments in 2020, which was all an abrupt change, but it seems as though we all kind of worked through it. Some of us, even in 2021, like the changes, kind of realized perhaps how much we were able to spend more time with family and just put things a little bit more into perspective. Um, I also think that 2021, we've had a lot more understanding from people in different situations and understanding what people are going through, having a little bit more compassion uh, and just realizing that, you know, people have been through a lot for another year, literally. So I feel like this year of 2021, we were together even more so uh, in this fight of the pandemic and just kind of rolling with everything right now. Um, I just feel like, you know, everybody has a little bit more empathy, and I hope that actually continues in 2022. Because it's related, I am also going to play Jenna Sachs right now. Hi, Amanda and Brian. This is Jenna Sachs, recovering from laryngitis. I think what surprised me most about 2021 is that I really grew to appreciate remote work in 2020. I think I missed my coworkers a lot and the energy of the newsroom and talking with everybody every day. And I still do, but I think I've really grown to appreciate all of the conveniences that remote work offers me. I get to sleep later because I'm not getting up early to get ready, to make a lunch for the day, to travel to work. And I think I've accepted that my future work might look different than I imagined. I might not be going to an office again. And if that's the case, that's okay. So the theme there being embracing change, whether it's remote work or your kids schooling, you know, I I probably have a slightly different perspective than Jenna, where I do, I appreciate the ability to work remotely, but 2021 really made it clear to me that at least sometimes I need to be around people. I need to have that 
interaction. I need to, I'm an extrovert. That's how I recharge. So 2021 made it really clear to me that I need at least a, a hybrid situation. But everybody's different. And some people are saying, you know, fully remote, never going back. Other people are saying, I never want to work from home again. But I do think 2021 surprised a lot of people with learning about their own work habits. I saw a meme. Um, this was probably over the summer, but it was like, you know, me working from home in March of 2020. Oh my gosh, get me back to the office. I cannot work from home. And then March of 2021 was like, please, dear God, don't send me back to the office. I love working from home. <laughs> and that's, I think that's how I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people feel that way. I worked from home until June for, for almost a whole year, uh, more than a year. Um, and then I came back to the office in June of 2021. And the first week back, the first thing I thought was like, gosh, I, I really kind of miss working from home. Like it just was a different pace for me. I was able to get into a groove. Um, the thing that I did love about being back in the office is actually talking to people face to face and like seeing them when I need to find them. And because every day was like, how did I get in touch with that person? Did I text them? <laughs> did I slack them? Did I email them? Did I zoom with them? I, I just couldn't, I couldn't keep it all straight. So I will say the communication got easier once I got back in the office, but I do miss every once in a while, like throwing, throwing a load of laundry in at 11 AM. So, um, but I agree on the whole, you know, adapting to change, I think definitely was kind of a theme of 2021. Yeah. I mean, the the idea of hybrid work seems so much better uh, now, the, you know, because there are benefits to both. There's the convenience of being at home, but then being at work, you get that sort of in-person connection that I think we're all missing. And, and right now you're probably still not getting that to the degree that you would have before because we're not there. You know, you're there, we're still remote, other people are remote. But that idea of the team collaboration, I certainly miss. And, and um, so I guess that's not a surprise because I knew that one going into 2021. Um, but I am surprised how much I want to hang on to some of that in-home stuff. All right, let's play Steph Grady's. Hi, everyone. Stephanie Grady here. So what surprised me most about 2021? Well... That would have to go back to the biggest life event we had in 2021, which was adding a third child to our family. So the most surprising thing to me is the fact that I've survived successfully four months of being the mother to three children. I was not sure I was going to make it, but yet here I am. So if I have to pick one thing, that would be the biggest surprise in 2021 that I, yes, can handle the chaos of being a mother of three. All thanks to my husband. But yes, I can handle it. <laughs> Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Well, you know what's funny about that is, is I have the opposite uh, surprise, which is I'm surprised at how little life has changed with three kids in college. Um, because we had, so we're at the other end of the spectrum. Uh, my, my wife and I have four kids between us, second marriage for both of us. And, uh, we already had one in college coming into the year and then two more entered college this fall. So three of the four out of the house. And I thought we were going to have this whole empty nester syndrome, but it hasn't been like that at all because the kids are close enough. They go to Concordia, UWM, um, they come home, do laundry, visit. Um, I go down and, and visit my daughter, go out to, you know, lunch or dinner or something like that. Um, we've gone to, you know, a concert. So I've actually been surprised at, at how much life is not 
that much different. Uh, you know, it's different from when they were little, obviously, but there's still a lot of contact, and I'm grateful for that. Yeah, I mean, like Stephanie, I also had a baby this year. A lot of a lot of Fox Sixers had babies. There's I, we used to say there was something in the water, but a lot of us haven't been at the station, so we're not even drinking the same water. But a lot of us, a lot of us had babies. And I do, I, I'm surprised with everything you do, you feel maxed out, right? And then you add something else to it and you just kind of hit that level. So our oldest was, wasn't even a year old when the pandemic hit and that was really stressful. Daycare was closed. And then we kind of just felt like we were starting to get our groove back. And then I got pregnant and was really sick during my pregnancy and then had a baby. And it's just kind of been change after change. And at times it definitely feels overwhelming, but I am always surprised at the human ability to adapt and to take everything on and to somehow convince these small people that we're the ones in charge and they need to listen to us. That always surprises me. It's not, I don't know if this is a surprise, but I did write this down as one of mine of like 2021. So 2020, we spent a lot of time together as a family, like a lot of time. but everyone did. So then, you know, come 2021, I was like, okay, maybe, you know, with the vaccine, we'll kind of get back out there. And we have got, you know, we are back out there as a family doing stuff. Um, But I will say that I love the things that have kind of stuck around, like Friday night movies, where we just sit on the couch and, you know, fight over which movie we're going to watch. But it's just all the family time, I think, is still so important. And the fact that, like, the kids, as they're growing up, you know, they're almost nine and five and a half. And I love laughing with them. And, like, my five-year-old is just this jokester who like just brings such joy to my life and so you know it's it's one of those where like I hope all that stuff just continues even into the new year and and forward but they're just um I'm surprised that I still really like hanging out with them a lot (laughs) (laughs) and you know one thing that I find and I don't know if it's unique to 2021 or if it's always this way but my two-year-old has surprised me a lot this year just with her ability to do things herself once I get out of the way. Because my natural tendency is to be very hovery. And I don't know if it's just with the, I know everyone is shy. Same though. And I really have to check that because when I step back and I let her do things, she can put on her own shoes and she can put on her own coat and she gets home and she can hang all her stuff on by herself. She is like 97% potty trained. And a lot of that had nothing to do with me except for the fact that I got out of her way. And that is something that always surprises me is just her ability um, to to do those things. And it's just a reminder that I, I need to give her more credit. You know, one thing that really surprised me in 2021, I think it surprised a lot of people this year was that the longtime mayor of Milwaukee was nominated to be and now confirmed to be the ambassador to Luxembourg? That's I right. I mean, who saw that coming? Yeah, right. Uh, you know, obviously Milwaukee has had, what, four mayors in the last how many years? I mean, it, you know, it, since forever. And and Tom Barrett's been mayor since I moved to Milwaukee in 2004. So it's, uh, you know, to, to almost imagine Milwaukee with another mayor is kind of hard to, to picture. Um, and whether you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, but um, it, it's been, uh, you know, he's, been, you know, when you say mayor of Milwaukee, you think Tom Barrett, that's been the case for a long time. And obviously that's about to change. So that one was, it was a big surprise. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think uh, sort of news wise, that's one of the bigger ones maybe of, of, of the year. 
All right, let's play our voice memo from producer Pete. This is uh, December 21st, 2021, and the thing that I'm most surprised about so far is the fact that we did not catch COVID sooner. We have two people in our family that have COVID, and another big surprise is trying to quarantine inside of a house with four people. (laughs) There is no plan for quarantining inside, is that a word, quarantining? Inside your own home for seven days and then adding another seven days to that and then still trying to keep other people away from the virus. So we are wearing masks 24 hours a day inside of our own home trying to quarantine and we actually text each other in different rooms uh, that seems to be working out pretty well. Um, and I have two kids who don't listen to the rules and they understand how serious COVID is, but they're kids. So, you know, in one ear and out the other. Um, and that's where we are at the end of 2021. It is going to be a wonderful Christmas despite that, hopefully, but it will be the four of us. And maybe Santa won't come. We'll see. (laughs) And uh, if he does, we'll be happy about that. So that is the big surprise for 2021. I hope everyone else has uh, better surprises than that in store for them. And 2022 will be here soon enough. You could hear it in his voice, this sort of almost defeated sound like, well, defeated, here we are. Yes. Four, yeah, 14 days in this house. I know uh, Pete and his family are, uh, they're a wonderful, loving, happy family, but any family uh, <laughs> quarantined in a house, <laughs> it's going to get uh, stressful. Um, texting, each, uh, that just sounds miserable. His I'm, voice I'm gra- memo sounded almost like captain's logs. <laughs> like, <laughs> Day seven. He should should send us one of those a day, and we should see the progression when he gets to the end. He's going to start to look like Tom Hanks in Castaway. (laughs) He's going to start talking to a volleyball. There's nothing like some uh, real close time with your family to remind you about what surprised you of 2021. That that was us in November of 2020. We all got COVID as a family. My four-year-old brought it home from school, and I still remember when the health department called and they were like is there a way to isolate him i was like well first of all he's four so no (laughs) like what am i supposed to do throw pizza to him downstairs so you know it was inevitable you know that we would probably all get it and we did and it was a long 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 month of november um but i so i i sympathize with producer pete holy cow so hopefully it's a swift recovery and only two, only 50% of the household gets it. I guess I'm surprised that no one of the six of us has gotten COVID that we know of, unless we were asymptomatic and never knew. Um, but no one has, has gotten it. So I'm grateful, but kind of surprised just sort of statistically that that hasn't happened. Well, and I will say, I mean, I guess another one to kind of tick off my list here um, in talking with that is like, so when I got COVID in November of 2020, I lost my smell and taste, and that was probably six six to eight weeks. And so it came back. Um, but then in February of 2021, I started smelling really off-putting scents. 
Um, certain food smelled terrible, tasted terrible. I thought I was losing my mind. Um, turns out it's a it's a long-term effect of having COVID. Um, some people get phantom smells um, following a COVID diagnosis. Um, I got what's called parasmia. I had to write it down because I can't pronounce it. It's like paras parasmia which is like a distortion of odors. And so there are certain foods and smells that I are revolting to me. Um, and so I've started to make a list. Uh, celery, huh. which is so strange. Celery salt, it smells like rotting meat. Uh, white wow. rice. Um, and so- White rice? It's so, it seems so innocuous. Bland. I know, I know. But then things that you think would be disgusting are fine. Like eggs are okay still for me. Uh, I can't do chicken. Any form of chicken tastes terrible, like deli meat, which is really sad because I'm a huge chicken eater. I'm not a big red meat eater, so I've had to, like, resort to other things. Um, but, I I mean, uh, Diet Coke, any caramel coloring, uh, Sprite, a lot of the sodas with the syrups and stuff. So those are um, all repulsive fruits. now. Is there yes. anything you've surprisingly found that you never liked before that suddenly you're like, well, that seems delicious or smells um, great? No, because even my husband was like, maybe you should start eating some of the things that you <laughs> didn't like before, like broccoli. I'm like, well, you know. Um, so unfortunately, donuts still taste really delicious. So that's unfortunate for That's me. not unfortunate. Um, that's delightful. No, I mean, It would be know, very sad if even donuts it's just, lost Yeah, it's appeal. just one of those things that it's like, you know, so this is still like affecting me. This is still, you know, this is almost a year now I've had to deal with this. So um and eventually, I think it's supposed to go away. Ugh. I've read enough articles that say that it should, but I mean, you know, it's it's. I've, I've I deal with it. I don't love it. It's but it really affects daily life. Of you know, I look at a menu at a restaurant, going, okay, what can I eat? What's going to taste terrible on this? You know, and avoid that stuff. Cheese, certain cheeses, which is super terrible. But so anyway, if you invite so, us over to your house for like a party, you're saying don't bring a tray of deli meats and like chopped celery. No, I probably will pass. <laughs> I mean, it got to the point where I had I had purchased a a, a, a bunch a stock a bunch of stocks a, a pack of celery, um, and I'm driving home and I'm like, God, what is that smell? And then I realized it was the celery. I had to throw the thing out. I couldn't even keep it in the house. Like that's how off-putting and terrible it was in my nose. And so it just, it's so sad. Cream cheese, sour cream. So I don't know, enough of my pity party, but it's just been really bad. <laughs> so that's been surprising are the long-term effects that some of these people are having. Well, we have one yeah. more voice memo left and then we probably need to wrap this up. So let me um, play our voice memo from Mary Stoker-Smith. Hi, everybody. Mary Stoker-Smith here. Happy holidays. I think the thing that surprised me most about 2021 was the kindness and the generosity of others while we're in the middle of a pandemic. We hear so much about people being afraid and having anxiety, but I think we have seen a strong showing of support for other people. People are cognizant that we are all in this together. We need a boost. It is time to slow down and do a little thing like open a door, say hi to somebody, give a smile, even though at times we're behind a mask. So I think that's come through more and more, despite the fact that we're hearing so many negative things going on. I think everybody really knows we need to give each other a boost. So it, it did surprise me a bit, but hopefully we keep that going in the upcoming year while we continue to dig through this. So let's take a moment and give somebody that extra helping hand when they need it. Let's have a great 2022. I think that's a great place to end it. That was such a positive note uh, because I do think that we at different points 
have all been surprised by the kindness and the generosity of people. I think our overall resilience got us through 2021. And maybe it was something we all knew was there. But when you see it in action, it is surprising. And it is something that I hope continues into 2022. I'd be remiss if before we ended, if I didn't say, though, that I got through this year thinking, wow, things have just been, you know, things have been okay. Um, And what surprises me the most, and this is the biggest one that was on my list that I was kind of holding off on, is I almost, it's, it's strange that I almost forgot when thinking through this, that the biggest surprise of the year came in February when my wife came downstairs as I was recording the podcast with you guys. And, and um, we wrapped it up and, and I saw the look on her face and I knew because she already had had a, um, a, a breast exam that showed an abnormality. And that day she got the results back and we found out my wife had cancer. In fact, it was the second time it was back. And that was the biggest surprise because that was one of those moments where everything in your world suddenly just goes away and your head is swirling and you think this has changed everything. We don't know what's coming. What does this mean? And as it turned out through after a series of surgeries and difficult times and, and, uh, you know, it was challenging, um, we come out the other end and my wife is cancer free and life, the biggest surprise is, is actually an upper, not a downer. It's that life has remained mostly normal and that things are good and our kids are healthy and our, our family's healthy. And, and after a challenge like that, to be at the end of the year going, you know, 2022 looks promising um, is, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that. It was, it, was a, it was a huge surprise, not a pleasant one. But to be on the other end of it so soon um, is certainly something I'm grateful for. And I think that's the, 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 the takeaway from all of this is that we have had challenges of so many kinds. Every one of us has faced something. But here we are. We're, we're here. We're OK. And 2022 is ahead. And I think we all hope 2022 holds uh, a tremendous amount of promise. That's how we're going to wrap up this episode. It is our last episode of 2021. We will be taking a week off next week and we'll be back the first week of January. Uh, in the meantime, obviously, we, we wish you very happy holidays and a happy new year. And during that time, if you think of a topic you would like us to discuss on Open Record in 2022, if there's an issue you think we should investigate for Fox 6 News, send us an email to fox6investigators at fox.com. Again, that is fox6investigators at fox.com. As always, thank you to all the people who make this podcast possible. Producer Pete, Dave Vichuda, Suzanne Barthel, and Sarah Smith. Please subscribe to Open Record if you haven't done that already. You can find it wherever you do your podcast listening. With that, I'm Amanda St. Hilaire, and for Brian Polson, we'll be back in 2022.